Hello, hello, and welcome back to Freedom Unfolding, an inclusive holistic community that offers education, options, and inspiration to find your truth, find your voice, and find your freedom. I'm so excited and honored to be here with y'all today. Aloha, my name is Jenny Lynn from Pineapple Shores Wellness, and I am a mindset empowerment coach, and I love to help my clients anchor into peace and positivity. And I serve women and those that live with chronic pain. And I use a mind, body, spirit approach with you to co-collaborate and create your path to wellness. And today's topic, excuse me, today's topic is all about listening and conscious communication. And with everything that's going on in the world right now, listening seems to be a very foundational tool that has, you know, escaped some people. And what I have observed personally is that people are more concerned with being right than they are listening to truly understand and communicate with other people. So today we're going to unpack listening and what what that looks like, um, as well as some some ways to practice active listening. And you might have heard that buzz term before. And then at the very end, uh, we'll go through a little meditation because we never want to leave you without, you know, a skill. So I'll be teaching you along the way about active listening and conscious communication. And then we'll have a little nice little meditation to help it all soak in. So, um, So active listening Uh, First, we'll start with the definition of listening, what the dictionary says. Um, And there's a couple different uh, definitions. And one is give one's attention to sound. Uh, The next one is take notice, take notice of and act on what someone says, respond to advice or a request. And the last one, which I lean into a little bit more, which is more in alignment with active listening, is make an effort to hear something, be alert and ready to hear something. So a lot of people, when they listen, they're just listening to hear or respond. You know, so when you're listening, excuse me, my allergies are winning today. Hashtag real life. Um. (laughs) So, but when you're listening to just to respond, it's a lot different than when you're actively listening to truly understand. So my question to you today is, are you listening to hear or are you listening to truly understand? And the fact of the matter is there's so many opinions out there right now. Do I wear a mask? Do I not wear a mask? Is coronavirus a real thing? Like, you know, there's so many different opinions out there right now. And everyone has an opinion and there's civil unrest going on right now. There's people who are, you know, understanding just what people of color have been going through for a long time. And so there's a lot of awakening. And what I've observed is that 2020 is truly living up to its name. A lot of people might say that it's a shit show, but 2020 is perfect vision, right? When we're looking at it from that aspect. And what I have witnessed and observed is that so many 
truths have been revealed. So many truths have been revealed about people, situations, our healthcare system. I could do a whole episode on that. (laughs) Um, And it's really fascinating to me to observe and watch. And as an empathic person, it's been really, really hard not to absorb all of that hate and anger and grief and all of the things that we're processing collectively as a society right now. So it's very important that we anchor in and practice active listening. And and the fact of the matter is, you know, we are all human. We all like our basic needs are obviously food, shelter, water, all those things. But you know, at the end of the day, we all want to be seen and heard and loved. And active listening can help you um, be a better listener for those that you love and that you care about. And that maybe someone is, you know, just awakening or just having these aha moments of like, wow, you know, whatever it is, they're, maybe they're just uh, having some new revelations and new aha moments. And you get to be there to witness that and hold space for that and vice versa. So active listening is a technique that's used in life coaching, counseling, training, and uh, solving disputes or conflicts. And it requires the listener to fully concentrate, understand, respond, and then remember what is being said. So you're, you're truly engaged. Um, This is opposed to other listening techniques like reflective listening and empathic listening. Active listening is a skill that can be acquired and developed and practiced. Good news. You're never too old to learn something new, right? And we can always use a reset and, um, you know, come back to the foundations of things. So uh, active listening means, and as its name suggests, active listening is fully concentrating on what is being said rather than just passively hearing the message of the speaker. Again, are you listening to respond or are you listening to understand and comprehend? And so some of the techniques that you can utilize for active listening um, is first you build rapport and you establish trust. Obviously, if this is somebody that you know and you love and you already have a relationship with, then this part won't be that hard. Uh, And uh, the second step to active listening is demonstrating concern. And I would say that, you know, this 80 to 90% of our communication is uh, nonverbal. So if you are on the phone, obviously this is different because there's no visual. But if you're on Zoom or, you know, FaceTime or Facebook Rooms or what, whatever uh, video platform that you might be using, you know, this is something, this is an opportunity for you to sit and be present and not be distracted and not have the TV on or not be scrolling on your computer or what have you. So um, be present and demonstrate concern. And the next step is um, reflecting back. Essentially, you paraphrase. So maybe somebody tells you something 
And you, what that might look like is you saying, um, so what I hear you saying is, and then you, you reflect back to them what you hear them sharing with you. So, and then the next step is um, using these nonverbal cues that I spoke about a little bit before and to show understanding such as um, nodding or eye contact, or maybe you're leaning forward. And for me, uh, as a life coach, I always use something to anchor me into that present moment. So I typically hold a gemstone in my hand. If I don't have my gemstone friend, I find something uh, and I hold on to that in my hand so that it, it helps me stay present and stay in the moment. And then if I ever find myself wandering, I anchor back to that to that intention and of actively listening and being present. And I, you know, might grasp whatever's in my hand for that tactile reminder. And um, you can use brief verbal affirmations sprinkled in um, to indicate that you're listening. And those might be things like, I see, or I know, or I hear you. Uh, thank you for sharing, or I understand as best that I can, or something like that. So, and you don't want to over insert them, right? Because sometimes when you do that, especially if somebody's using like the phrase, uh uh-huh, and they pop in every, you know, every so often, and it can almost make it feel like they're rushing you, or they're not really listening, or they don't really care. And so we know that that's not your intention. So definitely um, lean into that. And and just to review, active listening is all about building trust and establishing rapport. And then you demonstrate concern. And this might look like, you know, leaning forward or changing your facial uh, uh, expression. Or if you're on the phone saying, you know, something like, I wish you didn't have to go through this. I find that that is more um, well-received than saying I'm sorry because I'm sorry indicates a level of pity. And in my opinion, like that is different um, and it creates a different type of conversation. Whereas if if you say, I wish you didn't have to go through this, um, it is one, you're not taking responsibility for it, saying I'm sorry for something that isn't necessarily your uh, responsibility. Um, and then we use paraphrasing to show understanding and comprehension. Things like, so what I hear you saying is fill in the blank. And then uh, we use the nonverbal cues if we're not on the telephone, if we're face to face or on video conferencing like we have been lately you know, lean forward, make eye contact, don't be in your cell phone, don't be cruising on another browser or watching the TV or what have you. And then uh, lastly, brief verbal affirmations, like I hear you, I see you, I understand. And that will definitely create different types of conversations. And I know for me personally, Um, 
I have a hard time, like if there's something that is really um, pressing or something I'm excited about saying, I typically um, sometimes in certain situations, I have a hard time holding on to that thought until it's my turn to talk. So if it's a situation where, you know, it's a really important conversation to me and um, I love and respect and care for the person that I'm connecting with, uh, or even with a client, I will take notes uh, in my sessions. And it often helps me reflect back to the client at the end of the session, you know, what big ahas they had and what they shared. Um, because it's easy to paraphrase or forget exactly what someone said. Now, these are like short bullet points. So they're, they're not going to take away from the conversation. Like you're not going to be writing verbatim exactly what they say. It's just like a little bullet point for you, or maybe a, a true phrase. If it's something that's really good or like an affirmation that a client came up with, I'll say, Ooh, that's so good. I want to capture that. I need to write that down. In, the, in those moments, I'll write down verbatim exactly what they say. But otherwise, I just use like a little sticky note or a piece of paper. And if something comes up that I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I want to share about this, but I know I'll forget by the time, you know, the conversation evolves. Um, one, sometimes maybe that thought isn't as relevant as you thought, or somebody else will say the exact same thing. I've noticed that. And um, an old habit that I'm trying to break in my personal conversations is interrupting. And I have learned throughout the years that, you know, that thought that you're like, oh my gosh, I have to say this right now. If you just let the conversation unfold naturally, especially if it's a group of people, oftentimes someone else has the same thought and they share it. And so to me, that's when I'm like, no, like, oh, I'm connected to source. I'm connected to spirit right now. And obviously, because the message was still heard, right? So um, something that's helpful for me is, you know, using that little sticky note or bullet point, jot some things down. Um, that helps me to be active, actively listening. And if I'm on a Zoom call or something like that, um, like I've Zoomed with my bestie during this, uh, what we, we call it quarantining time, um, you know, we... I'll say, Oh, I, let me, I want to take some notes or let me just write this down. Like I'll tell them that so that they don't see me looking away from the screen and go, Oh, she's not paying attention or what is she doing? Or so I just communicate like, Hey, I'm going to write, I'm going to take some notes. I really want to make sure that I'm paying good attention. And this helps me be a better listener. So communication is also a part of active listening as well. Um, and that brings us into conscious communication. And a definition of conscious communication by way of the dictionary is conscious communication is a way of talking and listening that is focused on growing strong, mutually enriching relationships. In conscious communications, your words matter and your body talk and actions also speak volumes, carrying up to 80% of the meaning conveyed. Some people say 90, potato, potato. It's a lot, right? which is why I prefer um, video conferencing over a telephone call. 
and there's lots of um, video conferencing that is actually being birthed out of this pandemic season, this dynamic season that we're going through right now. Um, so there are some other ones that I have seen come out and they look very much like the big, you know, the popular ones. Um, so when we look at conscious communication, you know, it is, it is kind of like active listening both ways. So it's both sides of the table. So when you're, you are practicing conscious communication, you want to come from a place that's centered and grounded and um, regulated. And we have some great episodes that you can go back and watch um, regarding regulation and those types of tools. And um, so making sure that you're calm, you're not activated, you're not triggered, whichever word you want to use, but that you're in a calm, neutral space. When you raise your voice or react to what others are saying, it typically initiates a conflict. And and I'm, I'm not perfect, y'all. Like, this is a daily learning practice for me, too. Um, oftentimes, you know, we we teach what what we need. Um, so I, I find, you know, when I teach yoga classes, um, I will come resonate with a quote or a theme and share that with the class. And it's, it's totally in alignment with what my journey is at the time. However, it's divinely inspired and divinely downloaded. And so typically people that are in my class are like, oh my gosh, I totally needed that. And obviously it wasn't me. It was spirit. It was source, God, universe, spirit, source, whatever you, whatever you call, call that for you. Um, so we want to come from that place of speaking calmly, being grounded, being connected, and um, just know that so much conflict and argument can be avoided or averted by staying calm. And, you know, again, practicing that active listening of where is that other person coming from and listening to understand and not just respond. And so recognizing like if somebody's saying something and it activates you or triggers you, you know, what's your pause practice? And, and do you have to tell that person like, hold on, I just need to take a couple deep breaths and make sure that I'm coming from, you know, a loving space or however you want to say that. So just make sure that you're in a calm space and it's totally okay to be like, uh, I need, you know, I need a second or and it's also okay, like boundaries are a huge part of my healing journey right now. And they keep coming up and coming up. And I'm like, okay, thought I figured that out. But apparently, it's a lesson that I still need to learn. And you know, we're, our healing journey is never like a one and done. It's not like, oh, I did that. I faced that. No, it's typically like, it's evolving. And something might show up in a little bit of a different way. And I've also had opportunities that have come up and I'm like, wow, normally I would have lost my you know what and freaked out. Look how far I've come. So I believe that sometimes those lessons are represented not because you need to relearn them, but to also acknowledge your truth and how far you've truly come in your journey. So we want to come from that calm place 
and, you know, take some deep breaths if you need to. You can even say, you know, uh, I need it. I need a second. I'm going to go use the restroom. I'll be right back. You can take some deep breaths, even if you don't have to use the bathroom. Um, and you could say something to excuse yourself and be like, Hey, I really want to be a good listener. I need to go take, go take a bathroom break. And they don't have to know that you're going in there to like, you know, pray, pray and breathe and (laughs) whatever you need to do to, release that and get yourself grounded and centered. And it's also okay to to say, you know, in regards to boundaries, it's also, <clears throat> excuse me, it's also okay to say, you know, I notice that you're really activated right now and you're having a hard time conveying your message or I'm not really sure what's going on, but I'd love to connect with you and talk with you about this once you're in a more calm state. Or if it's, for you. Maybe you're having a hard time and you're really activated and you're like, look, I love you. This is important to me. I really want to have this conversation and I'm not in a space where this can be a productive conversation. And it's okay to excuse yourself in that manner. It's kind, it's clear, it's concise. Brene Brown talks about clear is kind. And so those, those things are okay. Like we often need permission and here's your permission slip. If you need one, (laughs) you know, excuse yourself from a conversation in a loving and kind way. If, if the other person is not calm or if you can't remain calm. So that is, uh, speaking calmly as you know, the foundation of conscious communication. And then we also want to, um, speak slowly and calmly. And so when you are not grounded or you're nervous or you're disconnected, you might speak really fast. And typically, this can also sometimes lead to people like talking over you or talking right through you, essentially. So when we pace ourselves and pause and consciously choose our words, um, you know, you, it's more easily received typically. And there's space between the words so that others can truly hear and connect with you. And oftentimes when I am in a conversation, I'm, I'm listening to the words and I'm observing, you know, the posture of whoever I'm connecting with. And what I like to listen for is the words behind the words. So what are they not saying? Because oftentimes that is a huge part of whatever the conversation is about or whatever they're going through in, in that moment. And I'm not saying like put words in their, into their mouth, but truly connect to the the human being that is behind the words and what are they not saying because sometimes you know they might be sharing with with you about something but what keeps coming up but they're not specifically saying it they might have said it in three four five different ways without directly saying i'm fearful about blah 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 obviously it's not blah 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 but I couldn't think of an example. So yay, I love being human too. Um, But listen to the words behind the words. Like what are they not saying? Or what are they saying 
And when you're listening to understand, when you're actively listening, what are they truly saying? They might be saying something and saying it in multiple ways. And what that equates to is something like, I fear that I'm not good enough or, and that's a lot of our stuff is, you know, that's might be the root cause of it. But Um, So we want to speak calmly, we want to speak slowly from a grounded and connected and um, space of wholeness. And we want to use brevity a little bit. Um, Speaking has more impact when it is what we call CCQ, clear, concise, and quick. However, Obviously, sometimes you need more elaboration and stuff like that. But there is a fine line between like lecturing somebody versus getting your point across. So dance the line, walk the line, like Johnny Cash says, which is this is totally out of context from his song. But, you know, find that sweet spot, find that sweet spot of clear is kind and brevity versus um, going grandstanding is what I call it, where you just go on and on and on. And at that point, as the listener, it's really hard to stay connected and stay listening. So again, that's why I use a gemstone or even if it's like a pen or a paperclip or if you don't have anything, like grab a coin from your wallet, just a thought. Um, And then we want to pause Um, because conscious communication is two-sided. It's not just about the act of sharing or listening, um, but the act of receiving as well. So it's, you know, the yin and the yang, it's the ebb and the flow. Um, And it's, it is very tempting um, to want to fill the space. Um, We're so used to like going back a little bit on the brevity, like people's attention span, I feel like it's so much shorter than it it was before. Like people don't even want to read a paragraph. Like they would rather have a video. But then if the video is longer than however many minutes, like there's scientific research behind it. Our attention spans are shrinking more and more every day. And, you know, my own interpretation of that is because especially here in, in the United States, like it's go, 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 go hurry, 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 you know, do all the things, be all the things like we glorify the busy. And so pausing in conscious communication allows for the art of sharing. Um, It allows for the ebb and flow of the conversation, because it is a conversation. It's, there's more than one side. It's about giving and receiving. And, you know, in our busy, busy society today, it's very tempting to want to fill that space. If there's space of pauses or silence, you know, in the communication, um, we, we often want to just fill it. And, and that's the same thing with when you're active listening. Um, sometimes it's okay to say like, wow, that was really profound. Like, let's just pause and let that settle in. And that is what um, conscious part of conscious communication is, Um, you know, allowing moments for 
ruminating, for digestion. Like we digest more than food, y'all. We digest moments and energy and all kinds of things. Um, and by speaking calmly and slowly and clearly, you'll find it much easier to hold space um, and notice the space between the words and the words that aren't being said. So conscious communication, again, just a review, is about speaking calmly, slowly from a grounded place, CCQ, clear, concise, and quick, clear as kind. Thank you, Brene Brown. And then pausing and letting it settle in, letting it sink in, and then moving forward. And know that if the pause needs to happen at the beginning, if you can't come from a grounded, calm space, the pause can start there too. There can be more than one pause. So there's no, you know, exact rules. Um, but these are just some tips and tools and tricks that I really wanted to share with you all because what I've witnessed, like I've had to stay off of social media, um, except for my business. And even then I find myself not, not wanting to go on there because it's frustrating to see so many people that are not practicing this. And, and these things can be practiced on social media or on a digital platform or in text messaging or emailing. You know, you can adapt this so that it is um, nonverbal, you know, in the text. But again, the communication you know, 80 to 90% of what we are saying is nonverbal. So you miss out on that. You miss out on the tone. You miss out on the, um, the intonation and generally what uh, the person is trying to get across. Another tool that I like to use um, with my Freedom Unfolding Tribe and also uh, my clients and even some friends and family is called Telegram. And it's an app. It's free. There's a web-based version. You can download it to your desktop on your computer and also have it on your phone. But what's cool about it, it is that it allows you to connect with people with your voice or you can do a video. You can also send text in there, memes, um, files, photos, GIFs, all that thing, all of those things. So Telegram, check it out. It's much like Voxer or WhatsApp, um, but I prefer Telegram personally. But that I have found is a good way to have these like on-demand conversations so that you're not uh, maybe misconstruing information in a text message or an email or something like that. So it's great. And I love, love, love that tool. So just thought I would share that with you all. And just a recap around conscious communication. Um, so we want to be come from a calm or connected space. Uh, we want to be grounded with slower speech. And we want to keep it concise and also pause for integration, pause for understanding. And whatever that looks like, you will intuitively know it as you are in the conversation. So thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate you joining me today and uh, joining in on 
this conversation around how to be a better listener and conscious communication. Uh, Join us next week and please be sure to follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and LinkedIn. You can also send us an email at freedomunfolding at gmail.com or you can private message us on any of those social media platforms. If there's anything, you know, that you would love to hear about or questions that you might have for any of our Freedom Unfolding tribe members, um, we'd love to hear from you. So let us know. What are your thoughts, questions, feedback, uh, invitations, or anything like that? And uh, again, thank you for listening and join our community every Thursday at 3.33 Arizona time and listen in for next week's podcast. So I wanted to get that stuff out of the way so that we can do a little bit of integration. As promised, uh, we'll do a little meditation here at the end. So I just invite you to find a comfortable seat, whether that's on the floor, on a chair. Um, But if you are sitting on a chair or a couch, I just invite you to scoot all the way to the edge of that seat Have both feet flat on the floor if you're sitting in a chair or sitting upright versus on the floor. And sit up nice and tall. Inhale, shoulders up to the ears. And exhale, roll the shoulders down the back body. And bringing awareness to your feet. Both feet on the ground. Bringing awareness to your sits bones in contact with the earth or the surface that you're sitting on. You can even see, sense, or imagine roots growing down into the earth for some added support. Notice your breath. Just observe. Just notice. Feel the sensation as the air comes in through the nostrils or even the mouth. And nice, slow, steady exhales out the mouth. And if your eyes are not closed, I invite you to close them or choose a soft gaze at the floor in front of you. And now imagine, if you will, You're holding a bubble wand in one of your hands. You can visualize this in your mind, or you can also lift your arm up as if you're holding that bubble wand out in front of you. Take a nice, slow, steady inhale. And as you exhale, purse the lips and blow your cares and worries into the bubble wand. In your vision, you see the bubble in front of you. And you watch as these things that no longer serve you float away until it dissipates in the sky. Good. With each inhale, you think of something else that's coming up. And with each exhale, Purse your lips and blow that carry, that worry, care, or concern through the bubble wand, creating a nice bubble. And observe that floating away and dissipating. Do this for a few more breaths. 
Then once you feel complete, just returning back to the natural ebb and flow of your breath, bringing that bubble wand back down to your lap. turning the corners of your mouth up towards the sky. Breathing in peace. Breathing out any leftover remnants. And bringing awareness back to your feet once again. Feel the earth supporting you and the air as it touches your skin. And when you're ready, on the next inhale, gently float the eyes open. <sighs> Welcome back. Thank you so much for listening. Again, I'm Jenny Lynn with Pineapple Shores Wellness. And we invite you to join us next Thursday at 3.33 Arizona time to find your truth, find your voice, and find your freedom. This is Freedom Unfolding.